0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future, Future Talk with Onya Al Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is one special show of Future Talk because we are finally back in the Pulse95 studios. It's no longer Future Talk Home Edition and we are super excited to bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the world of tech is being discussed right here on Pulse95. Lots and lots to get into but we're going to be starting with the UAE because there is a robot that is. Currently currently being developed that is gonna be the world's first robot to actually conduct coronavirus testing. This robot can swap can do swabs, it can actually process them in phenomenal timing and we're gonna be telling you all about that. But right here in the UAE we're also gonna be talking about phishing email attacks now one thing that we may not know about coronavirus is it's also been inspiring hackers hackers and scammers have been making use out of this pandemic to grow fear in the hearts of many so if you ever got an email from emirates airlines telling you that you're going to be getting a refund for your flight you might just want to be a little bit wary of that and we're going to be telling you how you can fight all these scams But in our How Do You Tech segment We're going to be telling you all about how your wearable tech can actually spot coronavirus symptoms before you even realize that you're sick. Now, this is great news for all those who own Fitbits, Apple Watches, or even those smart rings that have been helping many actually detect COVID-19 symptoms before they are actually diagnosed. In our Apps All Around segment, we're gonna be talking about the contact tracing app right here in the UAE. Al-Husn application is one of the best ways to fight coronavirus and to make sure that we are all doing our part in stopping the spread of this pandemic but to maintain social distance google just launched an augmented reality tool that is helping all of us maintain the two meter distance between ourselves and our loved ones now that many of us are going back to work things are going back to normal but not the normal that we were used to it is a new normal that we are starting to get accustomed to and this application may just come in handy but In another part of the world, Google is also doing great things when it comes to contactless payments because we've seen Apple Pay, we've seen, you know, paying with your, uh, you know, uh, not resorting to cash, but rather paying with your credit cards or going for Apple Pay. But now Google is actually testing voice matching. So now you can actually pay with your voice with all of your Google Assistant purchases. How safe is this method? And will you actually go for it? All these questions we're going to be getting into in just a few moments. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Robots tend to have a bad reputation. We we tend to think that if they're not stealing your job, then they're plotting to take over the entire world and possibly our biggest possessions. But in the age of coronavirus, robots are actually being increasingly relied on for being both. First, they're fast. Second, efficient. Third, and most importantly, they're actually completely immune to the COVID-19 virus. Therefore, robotics researchers around the world are actually working on creating the world's first fully automatic robot that is capable of carrying out the throat swabs for COVID-19 so that healthcare professionals are not exposed to the risk of infection. Now, a robot capable of carrying out coronavirus swabs, this sounds life-saving because that means a lot more testing. And also, it means that we're not going to be in need of a human nurse to be on hand. This robot is becoming a reality because it is actually currently being developed in Denmark. The 3D printed arm will be able to take a throat swab place the sample in a jar, and then a new arm is actually reprinted for use on the next patient, which basically means that we can ensure the safety and the sanitization of this robot. This robot will actually reduce the danger for nursing staff and medics who are conducting the COVID-19 tests for hundreds and hundreds of patients every single day, and they are also at risk of contracting this disease. We've seen so many stories of doctors and nurses putting their lives at risk, actually getting the virus themselves because of how much they've been exposed to different patients. Therefore, researchers in Denmark are now working on creating a prototype into a working product that can actually be sent into the field and different medical centers around the world. There are many prospects in uh, creating this throat swab robot so that robots can take over the swabbing work both in relation to COVID-19, but also if any future viruses happen to, you know, surface in the coming years, we would be ready to tackle them. Um, a lot of people were actually, and especially researchers, were actually very surprised at how softly this robot was able to take these swabs. A lot of the times we tend to think if we're talking about machines or robotics, they can be, they can't be subtle, they can be very uh, direct and they can be very de- dangerous when it comes to collecting those swabs. But at the moment, they're actually very soft at doing that and uh, they know exactly which part of your throat this swab is supposed to hit. So it's actually been a huge success in its testing phase. Researchers at the moment are hoping to develop this robot over in the next couple of months and make sure that it is actually distributed around different medical centers. The plan is to have the prototype that swabs patients by the end of June so that this robot is completely ready to be in the market by fall whenever the second COVID-19 wave hits. Hopefully by then we'll have some form of vaccine in uh, process so that we can make sure we're not going to be having a huge uh, amount of fatalities or even patients getting this this virus. But the university that is working on this robot added that as international travel begins to recover with the pandemic restrictions easing, this robot could actually be used uh, in bor- at borders and in different airports to make sure that all Travelers are actually getting their COVID-19 swabs in time. Moreover, the robots don't get this type of virus, which makes them actually very handy to have around in a pandemic like this. From the early days of COVID-19 in Wuhan, China, we've seen different teams of robots caring for patients inside the city's uh, makeshift hospitals. We've seen these machines serve meals, take temperatures, and then log all these temperatures for human doctors to analyze. So we're definitely seeing robots take up the role that we have given them. And hopefully they're going to continue to. Help us until we find a form of vaccine or some form of cure at the end of the day, but moving on to how this pandemic is impacting our security because what many of us tend to know, tend to not know is that even though covid nineteen has definitely hit our health and our physical bodies uh, quite harshly, it has also hit our private data very very badly because a lot, of, a lot of people have been struggling with uh, different hacking attempts, they've been struggling with different scammers, making use out of our fear amidst this pandemic. So, if you happen to open your email account and find one email with the subject that your flight is cancelled and that you should go ahead and collect your refund please be careful because Emirates Airlines are actually warning all of us against phishing email attacks. In an online update, Emirates Airlines were actually saying that the, all those emails that we have been seeing in our inboxes are not emails sent from Emirates. So a lot of us might be wondering, what is phishing? I'm not talking about fishing and you know going on a nice boat ride and enjoying the sun, but I'm talking about phishing as a cyber crime, where you know you'll be contacted by phone by email or even through text messages by someone pretending to be a certain institution so in this case it could be uh, emirates airlines in other cases it could be the embassy it could be A bank, it could be anyone. So basically people are attempting to be someone they are not. And the main aim is to actually steal all of our sensitive information. So passwords, ID information, banking details, credit card details, you name it, they are all at risk so please be careful to make sure to protect all of your personal information you don't need to respond to these emails you don't need to click on any links that are found inside of it the easiest way to actually detect a fake email is to look at the email address it was sent from all official emails if in this case we're talking about emirates airlines they tend to be sent from one of two email addresses so it would either be emirates at e. emirates dot a- e- email or from do not reply at emirates. Dot email. So from sending such phishing emails to selling fake vaccines, scammers have definitely made a lot of use out of this COVID-19 pandemic to plant fears in our hearts. But online scams have become very widespread. And that's exactly why Google actually launched a new website that is going to help educate all of us about the different types of phishing attacks. This website is called Scam Spotter. If you want to go ahead and check it out, I think it'll give you a great way to educate yourself on how can you protect yourself from falling for such fraud. Scam Spotter actually has a lot of details about the specific types of scams, the different strategies that scammers use to trick us, and there's actually a quiz on the website to check how prepared you are to spot a scam. One of the best tips I found on that website is three different rules that will help us all avoid getting scammed online. First, slow it down, stop, and spot check, don't send. So all these steps actually highlight some of the very common tricks that scammers tend to use. They want to create this false sense of urgency, making you feel like you need to respond to this email, you need to click this link, or else you're basically going to lose your chance at collecting a refund, at gaining the 1 million prize that they're saying that you did in that email. So make sure You don't follow what they're asking you to do. Make sure you check where this email is coming from. And I hope that you all stay safe from all these scammers. Coming up, we're going to be telling you all about how fitness trackers could be on their way to becoming becoming sickness trackers. Make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. How do you tech? How, how, How do you tech? Could fitness trackers be on their way to becoming sickness? No, could fitness trackers be on their way to becoming sickness trackers? This is what we're going to be telling you all about because research is showing that wearable tech can actually spot coronavirus symptoms before you even realize it. I know a lot of you are wondering how can they do that? Because we all own either a Fitbit, an Apple Watch, or any of the different wearable trackers that are out there on the market. So what is interesting about it is That there's a lot of data from wearable devices that can actually reveal coronavirus symptoms before we even realize that we're sick. There are findings from two different academic studies that I'm going to be talking about today. And both studies are actually a very simple step in the fight against the COVID-19 virus, but they are a giant leap for wearable tech. If we're talking about Fitbits or Apple Watches or even the Aura smart rings, we're talking about a very effective early warning system that they could actually help reopen communities and evolve from being simple consumer tech that we wear to track our day-to-day activity into becoming health essentials as businesses reopen, as we resume our working days. But for now, those are just clinical trials because researchers are still gather- gathering data and looking at it for specific patterns. The greatest potential out of it all has become knowing a lot more about our bodies and less about looking at these tech as simple day-to-day uh, gadgets that we wear for our workouts. The greatest potential though has been coming from a very lesser known wearable tech which is actually the health tracking ring aura. Now a lot of you might have seen the story that was circ- All over social media of a COVID-19 patient that actually found out she had COVID-19 simply by looking at her sleeping analysis from her aura ring. The ring actually showed that for the past three days she was having irregular sleep. She wasn't getting the same quality of sleep that she was getting the past few weeks. And that actually made her a little bit wary, especially when she looked at her heart rate made her go get a checkup at the doctor, get the COVID-19 test, and sure enough, she actually had the virus even before she felt any of the symptoms so this very simple look jewelry looking like ring is actually giving a lot of information about the person's heart rate your breathing rate and critically what's very important for the coronavirus is your temperature because this ring was made by a seven-year-old company based in finland and the us and it's currently being used in two studies at west virginia university and at a university in california But moving on from the aura Ring, there's another research study that is currently looking at how the Apple Watch can help us detect COVID-19 symptoms. Now, what's interesting about it is that a lot of the information that our Apple Watch collects about our body is currently being sent to researchers who are exploring whether our heart measurements can actually be a good enough way to detect the coronavirus or even any other viral infections. None of these studies have yet been published because there, not, there, there hasn't been any peer review results, but we're getting the first evidence that the idea works and if the technology is proving that it could be a good COVID-19 tracker, we will see uh, these wearable techs being used at a much higher rate. When patients are highly contagious but they don't know it, this is when smart rings or fitness trackers actually come in handy because they will inform us that we would would need to stay home even before we feel any of the symptoms. Um, It's very interesting because a lot of people have actually been Participating in such studies, especially when it comes to using Fitbits, many people have been volunteering themselves to see if these, if the information that is being collected by their Fitbits could actually detect the COVID-19 virus uh, before or at the time of diagnosis of the virus itself. A lot of studies have actually showed that in 11 out of 14 cases, this study actually worked. People were able to detect if you had the virus before you even felt the symptoms. So from counting steps to predicting infections, fitness trackers have definitely started out as a way to just stay in shape or to help us make the 10,000 steps mark, which by the way, is not actually proven by science that you need to get 10,000 steps in every single day. But as tech companies have grown more interested in the healthcare, we've seen these fitness trackers and wearable techs readjust the role that they have been invented for. So text us in at 4215 or slide into our DMs at Paul 95 Radio. Let me know. Do you own a fitness tracker? And do you actually check all of the different... parts of your body that it measures on a day-to-day basis do you check how your sleep was at the night you tend to check your heart rate uh, regularly apart from only checking it whenever you're doing your workout send in your thoughts and join the conversation but coming up we're going to be telling you all about the contact tracing app right here in the uae al husan application is helping each and every single one of us become a fighter against covid19 so keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back this is pulse 95 Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Today, the energy levels are way too high because we're finally back at the Pulse 95 studios, but that does not mean that we stop our fight against COVID-19. Life is starting to become a little, or feel a little bit like it's going back to normal, but it's definitely not the normal we've all been accustomed to. We're all trying to wear our masks. We're all trying to keep our gloves on. We're abiding by all the precautionary measures that are set by the UAE government. And to become a fighter for COVID-19, it could not have been any easier in the age of technology because we can all do our part in staying apart and in fighting off this pandemic By downloading one application, yes, you heard it right. It only takes one app, and that app is Al-Husun app right here in the UAE. It is the contact tracing application that is helping identify people who have come in contact with a person infected with COVID-19, even if they did not know that they had it at the time, especially when it comes to cases that tend to have asymptomatic uh, or that are asymptomatic. So meaning that they don't feel any symptoms. They don't have the typical cough or fever that is typically associated with COVID-19 patients. So these personal contacts of the COVID-19 patients are then notified and supported a period of isolation and quarantine, during which they will either develop symptoms or until at least a period of risk passes. This free application is available for both Android users and iOS users. You'll find it on your App Store and your Google Play Store under the name ALHOSN. Al-Husun, which, for those of you who don't know, it's actually named after uh, one of the most famous tourist attractions in the capital of the UAE, Abu Dhabi. It's actually called Al-Husn. It's one of the four tests there, and it's definitely one of my favorite attractions to visit whenever I go to Abu Dhabi. But Al-Husn in Arabic actually means protecting yourself and making sure that you're doing your part in protecting yourself. And this is where Al-Husn actually comes in handy because to fight off COVID-19 it's actually using one technology that many of us have basically thought it was a technology of the past. It's based on Bluetooth and what's interesting about it is that it uses Bluetooth signals to actually inform you if you have been in close proximity With those who had contact with COVID-19 positive cases. To give you a little bit of a feedback or a background on how this app works. If you have it downloaded on your phone and you come into close contact with someone else who has the app downloaded on their phone. Your phones kind of like connect with each other by sending out Bluetooth signals that are completely encrypted. So that means your privacy is intact and It can only be done if other people have the app as well. Which is why we should all go together and download this application. It's very easy to download. It's completely free. And it's even offered in three languages. So it comes in English, Arabic, and Hindi. And it's found on all app stores. I actually forgot to mention that it's also found on the Huawei app store. If you have a Huawei phone. What's interesting about it is that it has two key features. First... If you've done the COVID-19 test, this app will inform you with the results and it does that in a very unique way. It has what we call a QR code. So it's kind of like a personal barcode. And it comes with, I think, three to four different colors. If you tested positive for COVID-19, God forbid, you will have your QR code appearing in an amber red color. And once you have that amber red color, you better believe you should not be stepping outside your home. If you haven't tested at all for COVID-19, then you will have your QR code be in a gray color. But if you tested negative, you will have that bright green color that we all want to make sure we have whenever we are stepping outside our homes. And last but not least, this application also gives you a very accurate way to contain this virus. It's also currently being developed so that it can have a third function, which is monitoring those who are under quarantine if they tested positive for the virus. It's very easy to use. You All you need to do is head to the App Store, download the application. Once you have it, it's going to ask you to enter your Emirates ID number and your mobile number. Once you do, you're going to be receiving a one-time password that you will immediately enter to verify your number. And that's it. It's going to ask you to keep your Bluetooth turned on as well as your location services. But don't you worry, it's not going to drain your battery. It uses very, very minimal part of your charge. So you're not going to have to be plugging in your phone into the charger any more often. Once you agree to share all the data that is being collected by the application, the app app would be ready to use. And you can be assured that the only information that is going to be shared is one that has been or the app will ask you to actually share this information with the UAE government. If you happened to test positive, this is what's being used right here in the UAE. But let's talk about the rest of the world, because Google is actually launching an augmented reality tool to help you measure the two meter mark that tends to be associated with any virus, but specifically with the coronavirus so that you can maintain proper social distancing. Just because, you know, life is reopening and just because restrictions are being eased and relaxed right here in the UAE, it does not mean that the virus has disappeared no cure has been found and no vaccine has been developed yet which means that we still need to wear our masks and we still need to keep that two meter distance and to do that google has been launching their new sodar tool s-o-d-a-r sadly though it's only available for all avid android users but it doesn't require any application all you need to do is to go ahead and open up your chrome browser on your android phone Google S-O-D-A-R, Sodar, so that you can actually go ahead and launch the tool. And it's actually very interesting because it helps you visualize social distancing. We hear people constantly talk about maintain that two meter distance make sure that there is a two meter distance between you and the person right in front of you but what does that two meter look like this app will help you see exactly what that two meter look like because it creates an augmented reality two meter radius ring around you so you'll literally be walking visualizing those two meters right in front of your eyes and all it takes is look up the google chrome browser and type in s-o-d-a-r it's very accurate but it's accuracy is close enough so it's not really you know measured to the point but it is as close to two meters as possible. With tools like this is this gonna make us you know spread COVID-19 any less? The question is definitely up in the air because let's be honest, anyone worried enough about social distancing might not be, you know, thinking of opening an app or not an app, a feature like Sodar on their web browser. But it definitely helps you become more aware of this space between yourselves and others. So even if you're not going to be opening this app or uh, this uh, browser whenever you're moving, you know, you're not going to remember to open it as you're grocery shopping or even if you're at work. It would be very beneficial for you to try it out at your home just so that your eyes and your mind can get used to what a two meter distance would look like. Anyone who doesn't care about social distancing is not going to have their mind changed by an app like this, but it definitely helps to visualize what two meters look like because it's a very neat tool that I am pretty sure a lot of people will find useful and reassuring, especially if you're very avid and you're very careful whenever you're stepping outside your home so let me know if you've tried out the sodar sodar google ar tool but most importantly DM us at pulse 95 radio and text us in at 4215 let me know are you joining me in the fight against covid19 by downloading al-husan application i want to see how many of future talks listeners are downloading this application and have it downloaded on your phone and share with me what is your QR code color mine is great because I haven't tested for COVID-19 yet but let me know what your color is coming up we have a lot more in store on future talk we're going to be talking all about google using voice matching to help you make your payments talk about contactless payments in the age of corona so stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95 Pulse 95 Check this out Check this out 95. Contactless payments in the age of Corona are taking a whole other form. you know we typically have been advised to use cash a lot less and try to use Apple pay or at least paying with our credit card a lot more often but Google is taking contactless payment to a whole other level because Google Assistant's voice match feature has been launched so now you can actually make purchases through your voice assistant how crazy is that and honestly my question is how safe can it be at the at the moment it's only a pilot program so don't be worried your voice assistant your google assistant can't make purchases for you just yet but the the company google has actually been confirming that this functionality is gonna help secure purchases made on smart speakers and smart displays so when we follow the instructions that are found on google's support page we'll be able to see that the feature is only available and only uh, becoming an option if you enable the assistance existing fingerprint or if you have the face unlock security method so that means that you can only make purchases throughout your Google Assistant if you're also gonna be authenticating that with either your fingerprint or your face ID. Now, a lot of people have been saying that they're actually very interested to try out this uh, feature. However, whenever they did sign up for the pilot program, the software actually froze whenever they enabled it. So they still have a little bit of work to do on it, but screenshots that have been posted by different websites who have tried to set up this feature have been saying that You have to use your voice to verify that it's you whenever you're making a purchase with Google Assistant. But it's also warning that the feature's security may not be perfect because that means someone with a similar voice as you have or someone who has a recording of your voice might be able to confirm purchases on devices that you are logged onto. Which is exactly why I'm actually very happy that Google has been asking or has been trying also implement a second authentication so where you have to confirm the purchase by using your face ID or at least by using your fingerprint Even though it might not be the most secure method using your voice as security has the potential to be a lot more seamless than using your phone to respond to a fingerprint or even the face unlock prompt. It could also be more convenient than Alexa's secret security method, which actually allows you to use a pin number to protect any purchases made by using your voice. Because if you're using a pin number, that means anyone who has a recording of your voice plus knows the number that is the pin they can basically make any purchases on your behalf. Voice match is a Google Assistant feature that is currently allowing those assistants to tell the difference between who's addressing it. Google actually updated the voice match training process to help it distinguish between people with significantly higher accuracy. However, there are still limits on how much money you can spend by using your voice as security, which again, is a great feature to maintain privacy because A lot of people have actually been very worried about this feature launching. If simply by using your credit card, your kids have been able to make many purchases on your behalf. We've heard a lot of freaking, freaky, freaky stories about children buying games with hundreds and hundreds of dirhams on the behalf of their parents simply by entering a PIN number. So if there could be a limit on how much money a person could spend by simply using your voice, I think that is going to ease a lot of fears in many hearts. But... Considering Google's IO 2020 developer conference was actually scheduled to take place earlier this month, there is a speculation that the company was hoping to launch this feature officially in that conference. But Google actually gave no indication about when voice match confirmed purchases will see a wider release. Up until this point, if you want to try out this feature, you'll have to sign up to their pilot program so let me know if you are interested in trying out this feature i think it's quite interesting that in the day and age that we live in we can make purchases by simply using our voice future talk is coming to an end but we will be returning same time tomorrow and actually same place today because we're back in the pulse 95 studios from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, I'm going to be leaving you in the safe hands of the Dream Team. Aisha mazmi and Mikhail Atiyeh will be giving you the latest updates on what is happening in the entertainment industries. I want to wish you a wonderful day. Please make sure that you are completely safe whenever you're stepping out of the house. Make sure that you have your gloves on and make sure that your masks are always on covering your nose and your mouth. Until then, have a beautiful day and we'll see you next time.